everybody. I'm Chad Eckert. That's Eric Martins. This is the Fantasy Golf Pod Masters Edition. Follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Golf Pod and follow us every Tuesday. Cracking beers and clicking names. Cheers. We've made Cheers. it. We got COVID and had to wait a little longer. Almost canceled it all together. But here we are. November. No Patriots. Doesn't matter. Welcome. Hopefully, you're drinking a beer at home, following along. We're just friends. Hey, this is what we do. We're live on YouTube and maybe Twitter. Uh, follow that on there. Also, retweet it if you'd be so kind. Because, dude, this is unsponsored. You're going to watch this whole thing for free. We do this for fun. No advertisements. Out of the goodness of our hearts. For you. And for you fun. Well, we're not experts. We're just friends. We just hang out in our garages. Today was nice enough in Minnesota that I didn't have to uh, turn the heater on. So that was good. Normally, November, I figured I'd be in a winter coat, wearing a winter hat. But here we are. We play uh, DraftKings. We play PGA, DFS for low stakes because we know it's impossible to profit, even though our boy Joe cashed 100000 a couple months ago. And Rob Hallway has also been a big winner on DraftKings. But whatever. Uh, we're... Going for a thousand bucks, cash in a comma for a dollar a lineup. <laughs> Normally, we pod on Tuesday nights, but hey, we're doing two pods, dude. It's the Masters week. Fuck it. Uh, this one you're consuming now is uh, the other one is at our regular scheduled broadcast time of Tuesday evenings. And it's uh, not normally live, but you can find it on iTunes if you don't catch it on YouTube. And here we are it's the Masters. I'm excited. Pricing's out. The Houston Open is half over, so whatever. We're confident that we know enough now to start making some decisions. So we're doing a master's pod for you. A little more of a master's conversation. Going through the pricing. Talking about the recent form. This course's history for each player. Our favorite fades. Our superior sleepers. Who is motivated? Who's our favorite in each range? To click. How does that sound to you, Eric Quagnus Martins? Sounds like an absolute joy. <laughs> Good. I figured you'd say something along those lines. Let's get right to wait. I have one thing to mention before we get going on the names. The spreadsheet. It's back. I do a major spreadsheet each year. Now, listen, I might do them uh, starting in 2021 every week if this one is successful. So let's see. If you like it, go find it. It's going to be free. Well, part of it's going to be free. There's going to be, there's going to be two parts of the spreadsheet for the Masters. One is going to be free, given to you. Boom. Just information. Kind of a nice little collection of thoughts and things in one area for you to just look at. And then there's going to be a superior product that's going to be on my Patreon page, which requires oh. you to sign up. I know. It's a lot of money. $5, okay? <laughs> have... <laughs> You could, you could have my access to my Patreon page for a whole month, but you get the spreadsheet from Eric Darbo, Sweet Spot DFS, and I. And on that spreadsheet, it's owner, ownership projections. Come on, that's kind of maybe worth something. Personal thoughts on every player in the field. I'm going to tell you who I use in my player pool ahead of time. I'm going to tell you who I'm betting on. Eric Darbo, Sweet Spot DFS, he's a little bit of a maniac. And his spreadsheet, little section of the paid area, is called the Dream Sheet. Calling it the dream sheet. Nice. So I want to just, you know, out of FOMO, pay me $5. Get on that Patreon page. <laughs> Buy that. Either way. Uh, well, yes. Uh, stay tuned for that. We're planning to do a pod on his page, Sweet Spot DFS on Twitter. Yeah. Anyway, I will tweet something soon. Follow me. The best place to find all my stuff is at Edina Realchi on Twitter. But anyway, here we go. For real this time. Do we want to show DraftKings or how do we want to do this? Should I show DraftKings or should we just? Yeah, just show DraftKings. Okay, I forgot to show DraftKings. Um, do you have anything to say about how they should like and subscribe? Well, you know, we, we, we're on iTunes and it really helps if you go ahead and. How long have we been on iTunes? Not long enough. We should have been on it years ago. We're idiots. Um, so but we, just, we didn't want to spend any money on this thing. So yeah. that's why we never got on iTunes. And then we see, as soon as we get on iTunes, we're like, 
Oh, this is where everyone listens to it. So whatever. We won. Yeah. Super easy though to to rate and then you know throw a comment in. Yeah, it does help. I don't know how it helps, but someone says it helps, and then everyone says it helps. So please do yeah. that. And you will find me sharing my screen if you're following on on YouTube. The tippity tip top is Bryson DeChambeau. No shock there, but he is the only eleven thousand dollar golfer. He's eleven thousand two hundred dollars in Justin Thomas, John Rahm, Rory McIlroy. Justin Johnson, they're there in the 10K range. Now, Bryce, at the tippity-tip-top, he is the betting favorite. He is the TPG. He is going to crush it around Augusta to the point where they're going to have to put in new tee boxes next year because he's going to carry it 400 yards. (laughs) He's going to be the first ever player to shoot in all four rounds in the 60s. He just won a major, the U.S. Open. How could he lose this week? He's a magical scientist. He's going to read the greens like <laughs> amazing. He's motivated because he hasn't done that well here. So are you picking the scientist? Uh, well, is he a scientist or is he a gym rat now? Well, he's a, he's a scientist when he's got his uh, cheat sheets, and those aren't allowed at the Masters. Oh, They're that's true. That's so, why he's so bad at the Masters, maybe. Thinks, yeah, I wonder. You know, we don't, we don't have access to the – strokes gain stats uh but yeah his his sort of middling finishes i mean he's made every cut he's played at the masters but yeah um, everyone makes cut because there's only like 70 real humans well right yeah that's why i said middling finishes you know 28th 21st 38th whatever i mean like it's that's not gonna that's not gonna do it if you're paying you know eleven thousand bucks on your uh draft kings lineup but nonetheless he feels like he's the hottest player on the planet or is he i mean some of these other guys you could make probably a better argument for out here in the uh, 10 10k plus range this so, reminds me eric a lot of dj and rory last year they were both the guys above 11k they came into the masters uh having had pretty serious finishes great finishes wins and things like that and they were one and two in most of the main stat categories on fantasy national that you want to look at and dj did live up to the hype though he was t2 Rory, on the other hand, was T21. So would you take a T21 out of 11-2 Bryson at maybe the most popular name in the entire field? He is now sponsored by DraftKings. So are people going to click him because of that? Are they going to want to just have FOMO for the guy that could drive at 400 yards and just some with the U.S. Open, and they missed out on him at 8-9-8, eight, eight, now they got to get him at 11-2. They got to, right? How is he going to do it? Oh, T21, is that good enough? No, not for a winning lineup if you're trying to win in a GPP. But here's the thing. Don't be a fucking idiot. Bryson is <laughs> – I think there's a good chance he does well here, despite some of the things that we just said. So I'm not fading Bryson. I'm not going to be okay. stupid. I'm not going to overthink things. And I don't think he's going to be the highest owned either. And we'll sort that shit out later on here and next week. But, but yeah, okay, so then is, he, is Augusta National, are they going to have to come together and put trees in – create new tee boxes is he going to destroy the sacred augusta national golf club no he's not there's <laughs> other there's other hidden defenses not even hidden there's just there's defenses that augusta national has think about the type of person that destroyed this course tiger woods in 97 and jordan spieth in uh what was it 2015 15 and 17 but at yeah. the same time no, no. He's he Jordan's destroyed it every year. The Bubba, long driver, everyone the last year, Finau, Brooks, DJ, all the guys in the final group, Xander, they're all contending. And why? Because they smashed the shit out of it. True. But so like I think well, how could Bryson lose? That's the narrative. So we'll <laughs> go with that. But whatever. Okay, the 10K range. Let's go there. Let's look at that. I did a poll on our Twitter page. We are fantasy golf pod on Twitter probably watching this maybe on our twitter but at the same time you go to our page and find a poll i did it says who do you prefer in the 10k range and the options right there the highest vote getter is john rom at 33 percent so far and then jt's right behind that at 29 so jt and john rom are the guys and well with good reason maybe because they're more expensive why what i don't know rory is the uh pivot 
because DJ's 22 and Roy's at 15%. Nobody wants Rory. No one wants the baby swag. But let's talk about the 10K names. Do you like anybody here? Do you like DJ at 10K? Because I think you can certainly use DJ at 10K and feel kind of comfortable. It only drops your guy next average player at 8,000 versus if you put pricing in there, 77. I mean, that could be a big difference. I've been through the pricing, and it's not the softest field like it's been in the past for majors. So – do you, do you take the savings with DJ or do you go with JT, who I personally think is the best player? Uh, well, D, you know, you brought up DJ. I mean, if we're looking at just recent form finishes the last couple of months, which, you know, we <laughs> DJ at 10,000, I think is a tremendous value. That's what I saw, at least when I was looking at this stuff. And you got to think at 10K, that's a. I love it. Okay, so let's yeah. talk, let's talk about each one of them. Though. Let's go through each one real quick. Uh, JT, I like is probably one of my favorites. I said that is playing really, really well. Uh, coming in and you know maybe feels like he left something on the table too. He doesn't have the actual win, so you could get DJ. And guess what? JT has only one major. We have the 2017 PGA. He's never been in the top ten at the Masters. He's never been at the top 10 at the Open. He's kind of been a bad major player. But what do we know about uh, JT is that he starts a little slow. He has a marination period of his life. Even in his beginning of his career, he needed a little marination. He saw Spieth just rocket ship off. And, you know, he needed to learn the ropes. He needed to get, he's only getting better. He's only learning more. He's like a sponge. He takes in it more and more and more. And he's getting better and better. He's actually gotten better every time he's played at Augusta. He's finished better. So, I think JT probably one of the better plays. Do you think I'm going to ask you this, who ends up with more majors before their career is over JT or Spieth right now? Spieth has three. He has all but the PGA JT. He's got the one PGA that Jordan needs. Would you bet? Uh, I personally, I think, I don't know. I think JT, but what do you think? Yeah. I mean, you got to lean JT just because of <laughs> current form with speed is uh, what did he miss it, the cup by four feet? Yeah. A centimeter. <laughs> did he do that on purpose? Mm. We wonder. I don't think so. Actually. No, I, I, I can usually read those things, dude. And I like see it ahead of time, but the way it came across, I don't think that was on purpose. So. Yeah. So it's just, man, oh man, speed. Well, he'll never win again then, so then he's three. So then can JT get to four? Or is I think JT can easily get to four. And it starts this week at the Masters. So maybe he pick him to win. Uh, right underneath is Rom, who's most popular. But he's majorless. Granted, he's only played in, what, 17 majors? So that's you can't give him too much shit for not winning a major yet. He's only been to Augusta three times, and he's made it 27th, 4th, and ninth. And, in fact, the 12 times his strokes gained per round rake in fourth best in the field. So he knows how to get around Augusta. I'm not afraid of him. I like him at 10-5, but I'm afraid everybody else does too. Do you like him? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's he was one of the other, you know, behind DJ. It was Rom for me. And and uh, why do you make these statements about if he's going to be owned or not? Like, come on. This guy is – he's you're going to need him on your lineup if he wins. So being a fool and fading him <laughs> – I'm just talking about the fact that the poll showed that he was highest owned or he was most wanted out of the ten out of four guys. And when you really break it down, you're going to pick hairs between JT, Rob, Rory, and DJ. These are Hall of Fame golfers. Like anyone right. can win at any time they tee it up. We've seen it. So, I mean, I'm just splitting hairs because this is what you do. You have to decide. You have to come up with reasons. And some of the reasons sometimes are ownership, especially if you are playing in the high stakes GPPs and you want to win a million bucks. You can't always go with what everyone else thinks. And so maybe you fade that. I don't know why you would, though, because uh, the recent form for John Rahm is pretty excellent. He won it in uh, he won a Memorial July, won BMW in August, T2 the last time we saw him at Zozo. Other than that, he's only had a, t- a fourth, a sixth, 23rd, a 13th at the major PGA. So, I mean, like, Rahm's playing amazing, and he loves Augusta. It's hard yes. to – dude, I'm telling you, like, I'm starring everybody. It's hard to do it. <laughs> it's hard to figure Just out. Just starring people left and right. I, I, mean, I might even want to star Rory. He's 10-2. What? Yeah, major guy needs a fucking major jacket to get the forward and get the Grand Slam. Yeah. So, yeah. motivated. He's got the baby at home. Did you know he has a baby at home? 
Uh, yeah, I think we knew that. Um, does that matter? We thought it did, and then it didn't, and then it did, and then I mean, who knows? I mean, these. I mean, they. He's not really having to deal with the baby. We know. No, this. exactly, and he's probably not even playing as bad as you think in your head. And I don't know why yeah. people aren't wanting him. He's the one that needs the Masters. These other guys can get it at some point or want a major anyway, but this is the one that knows he needs it. He hasn't won since November of 2019. Oh man, he's bad. But wait, he hasn't <laughs> missed a, He hasn't missed a cut in a year of of starts. He had a run actually of a win, third win, third, fifth, fifth, fifth last season going into this season, and then he's had two back-to-back top eights. The last time he was out, he was T17, I think, or whatever. So I don't know, Rory. The thing, you know, like he's bad. The narrative's great. You get a low-owned Rory. That's why you have a, it's intriguing, at least. Now DJ, obviously, uh, play him at ten. Can you imagine not using 10K DJ? <laughs> but uh, he only's got the one major. Brooks, Brooks's line. I'm not. Be afraid. careful about the stairs. Oh yeah, true. That joke we're gonna hear all the time. I had to bring it up. It's my fault. Yeah, you're a loser. I am. Uh, no, you could argue that he's coming into this year's Masters even better than last year's Masters. Have you seen his recent form? And I don't know. He's contending at the Houston already. I right. Like DJ, maybe. Okay, let's go to the nines. Let's move on to we're going to talk about almost every single name, so it's, we're going to be here a long time if we do that. Xander Shoffley, Brooks Kepka, Patrick Cantley, Roar, oh, Morikawa. Wow, he's got 9,500. That's cool. Hatton, 94. Webb, 93. Reed, 92. Tiger, 91. And Bubba, 9,000 bucks. Names. Good God. It's going to be <laughs> hard to decide who to fade here. Do you fade? Yeah, like, what do you – well, what do you do? Let's talk about Xander at the top there. Sure. There's a lot of hot players coming in, but he might be one of the more hotter players. The guy has played really well. Look at those finishes. 17th, 2nd, 5th, 2nd, 5th, 25th, 20th, 10th, 6th, 13th, 14th. He's like, oh, my God. Uh, that, that's amazing, dude. Don't you think? Yeah, and, you know, we're – I. I'm not the Xander whisperer. We got to talk to our uh, our buddy Bagels about that. But but you know you look the at the ninety eight hundred dollars. It seems underpriced. He certainly could be in the ten k range. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, dude, guy, I think start probably, with DJ Xander. It's like a great lineup to start with. Probably priced that way because the, the the course history is it's either really good or a made cut basically you know it's it's there's there's a minimal course history and compared to some of these other guys but oh so you're saying that there's reasons uh to fade xander those exist hey listen this is the masters you're gonna have reasons to fade there's the reasons that we don't like xander yeah there's reasons i don't like xander maybe because i just don't like well, he's, this is around the green game, Eric. That's what I'm getting at. He's been saved by his round the green game, his putter. Maybe it's just saving his poor iron play. And what do we know about stats? Well, we know about stats, uh, while helpful, they're also maybe not so helpful when it comes to evaluating PGA future on, like, different sports. I'm not going to get into the minutia of that argument or that rant at this point, but maybe, you know, be careful about the stats you look at the ones that we've seen about Xander. Oh, you know, his finishes are great, but he's, some of these are being carried by around the green game. Now I'm going to probably eat my words because all of a sudden his iron play will catch up and he'll be great at the masters and probably win it. And his around the green game is going to be just the same and whatever. Fine. But the, the truth is about stats in golf. Some are more variant than others. There are, are, people that are good with their irons and they're always good with their irons. Bryson's going to show up and Bryson's going to smash the driver. Like you are aware of the driver is Bubba's best club. And that's, he's not going to show up and all of a sudden he's going to be the worst driver in the field. Like that's never going to happen. They're going to show up with the best putting stats and around the green stats. And it's carried these finishes, but those around the green stats, that putting that can leave this guy. It's variant. It's all of a sudden, ah, it's gone. And then those irons that he's hitting over there, saving with his chipper, is it's not gonna happen. So, 
you know, that's what you could argue against Xander. I'm not trying to do it, but you could say that. That's maybe a reason. But, and also he's popular. Everyone likes Xander. We know this. Right. You never know what's going to happen with the chipper. The chipper. <laughs> a little chipper on the side. Uh, and who else is in here? Kepka, major winner. Kepka. Have we learned our lesson with Brooks taking Brooks? Well, yeah, we should, everyone should learn their lesson and roster Brooks Kepka in every single major and just stop doing the, oh, well, what's going to happen this week? Whatever. He's oh, he's missing. not good coming in or he's hurt yeah. or he does he – no, it's a major. Play, play for sure. Play Brooks. Right. Um, who else do we need to talk about? You got Cantley who just won the Zozo. He's in here. You want Are we worried about Cantley letdown? He does love bent. He's only played this a couple times. He's been 2018. He was a mascot. He was T9 once. No, we, we're not worried about we're not worried about him at all, dude. He's a killer. Are you kidding me? He's angry. Yeah. He just won. He's happy now, but also angry that he he. Well, he needs a major. Needs, he needs a major. He needs to fill in fill in that s- spot on the Wikipedia page <laughs> alongside all these other people. So, fucking hey, hey, you gotta. I think you gotta start. I don't know how many lineups you're building. I'm building 20 for the Masters. I'll probably build building. like 100, dude. I'm going to build so many. I'm going to spend so Are much you? money. Well, I just <laughs> want a ton of money on Biden, thanks to you. <laughs> you're like, dude, this might be Biden. I'm like, he's plus 200. So I got some money to burn on the Masters, so I might burn it. Well, make, make, make lineups. Make lineups and then yeah. start. You got to start lineups in a 9K range, too. Don't don't fall into the I gotta have at least one of the five guys in the 10k range. You can start lineups in this 9k range is what I've been totally. messing around with, and they look they look really good. And I, I agree with you to a certain degree that it's not quite as soft as what we've seen in some previous years. But it is though. I mean, this is a packed packed range between the top priced all the way down to 8k. And I mean, okay, let me talk to you about Morikawa. Do you Go. trust that Orkawa can come in? And we know Augusta has hey, – you need to have some experience. Do you care for that? Or do you think Morikawa says, I have no experience anywhere I go. I'm young. I'm <laughs> the next Tiger. So it doesn't matter to me. Rules don't apply to Morikawa. Do you have that feeling for this week? Uh, I guess my gut would say, yeah, I have that feeling a little bit about Augusta. I mean, But he's not played as well coming into this Masters – you know, the recent form, which is weird because it's a weird recent form. It's a little bit like we didn't get as many golf tournaments. Typically, going into the April Masters, you get a variety of tournaments over a stretch of like three months. This year, you only have a few events. We had the two no-cut events. You got the Houston. We had a break because of the season ending. But then there was a major. You know, so it's like now there's the Masters, but it's also in oh, November. And, do you know, so is it – maybe this is good for these young guys. Maybe the narrative of that, you know – Unexperienced, inexperienced Morikawa can't handle it. Maybe it'll be great. No patrons, maybe different. Starting on number ten, they got to start on the tenth. That's gonna fuck up Phil. Phil's gonna. Do you think Phil wants to start on number ten? Is he Gosh, gonna? Happen? Yeah, I didn't think about that. that. I mean, I knew that was happening, but that is. I don't that know is- if everyone has to. I don't know if they have that many, or if they can have like you got. You can you know, twenty five players could start on one each day. I, I'm not sure of the math. I don't know. I didn't look it up either. So. Yeah. Someone can tell us that. But, yeah, this could mess up these veterans, and the, the rookies have been taking advantage. We've seen it. We saw uh, Wolf almost won the U.S. Open. Morikawa won the PGA. We got young guys coming all over. Are they going to do it? I just I, – I, I don't know. There, there, there's a, a mystique. Uh, there's, there's a magical vibe about, about the Masters that if you, if you don't have the experience there, if you don't have the experience at Augusta, your first time okay. around, I mean, come on, really? Well, I don't know. Data Golf would say that you need experience. They're the one place that you would say, hey, uh, Augusta National, you need to have some experience. Course history actually might matter there. But otherwise, course history doesn't necessarily matter. Uh, the 9K range has great names at the bottom of it. It's Webb, Reed, Woods, and Bubba. Why yeah. not do that? Right. Have those guys. Now, Reed, we know, APPR uh the pods man i think he could win another green jacket it was a couple years ago he put it on tiger tiger could put it right back on him so i like appr 
But every, and everyone's going to talk about Bubba because we know Bubba's 9K and he's got great stats coming in, really good course history, blah, blah, blah. Only has the putter problem. So, like, that is, you're going to hear Bubba a hundred times. I don't need to say oh, yeah. Bubba. Webb is actually the sneaky low owned name that I think you want to have to look at. Webb once shot 64 last year and had two Eagles in a round and finished T5. So, Webb, I mean, he was good last year. And Webb, Maybe we need to revisit how good Webb was playing pre-COVID. It was about this time last year where he was second at the RSM. He started 2020 at T3 at the Sony. He won then the next time out at the Waste Management Phoenix Open. And then post-COVID, no problem there. He was winner, second event off. Followed that up with a T8. Recently, T3. T12 of the Tour Championship. Webb's not necessarily a bomber, so maybe you need to be a bomber if it's going to be the November Rain Masters. you got to be long on these hills or whatever. Maybe – oh, but Webb, U.S. Open, same story, T8. So he doesn't care. He's T5 last year. And whatever, his bad finishes now for Webb Simpson. He's still like one of the top players in the world. They're T17s. And he's 9,200, 500, What? Webb, great price. Sneaky. I like Webb. Oh, Web. I mean, Web's always good, and especially when he's in the bottom end of this nine K range. We've been seeing him a lot this year at the upper nine K range, so I think we're getting a, a discount in in price to a certain. Yeah, he degree. could be your second man in easily. Yeah, or he could be your first man in, and oh. I mean, seriously, I mean, I, I think there's going to be some fear of fading everybody above him, but uh, there's no reason to think that the guys above these above him you know, are, are going to make the cut, but you know, T20, T, T11, you know, you paid, you got Bryson at, at 11, two and he's T11. That's not going to win you the, True. the GP. So I don't know the the balanced lineup at the masters in the past has been, you know, a, a, a strategy that's worked for, for some people and they've won some, some serious, yeah. serious uh, mega profits. So, you know, I, yeah, exactly. I, I, Our guy Chris I, Hollander once gave us a spreadsheet and he came on the pod and preached that on these major events, these tough tournaments, you go pep, 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 the AK range, you go balanced and not, it's the weeks like the Houston Open or the Sanderson Farms where you pepper the 10K range and you flyer it. This one's, you got to go worse. That's why I think you got to decide up top. You got to decide, which is tough. And maybe you just tough. say, I can't go with rom this week you know like you just make a stand and then you yeah. pick a name and do you pick tiger are you picking tiger should we talk is it tiger time talk back to tiger. back winner it's amazing and ridiculous dude that he actually won last year how did that happen <laughs> which, which which was 11 years ago as you well, said 18 yeah it felt like eight, it felt like 18 years that was 11 years ago they won last year <laughs> <laughs> where did i that. say that did i text you that texting me that and i just laugh at that so god was, it feels like i was so like fun. i was like wait a minute that was fu- jesus i know i was like wait but patrick reed won it two years ago patrick reed feels i thought like, that was that was like five oh my god that was pre-trump but anyway here we go he's here but he's not coming in with awesome reasons. No, oh man. Yeah. It's, but he, but well, he, yeah, he's not coming in with awesome. Form. His course history is elite though, Eric. This is oh, one God. of the best. This is his Dwan. <laughs> Stop saying he always uses Dwan. <laughs> Nobody knows what Dwan is. It's a municipal course that I play in Bloomington where I live. It's about five minutes from my house and it is as par 68 has a bunch of par threes. It's really easy, so you can have a good score on it. And then everyone thinks you're good at golf because you tell everyone, I shot 78. (laughs) (laughs) Cheating. This is Tiger's Dwan. He loves it. He knows the back of his hand. Uh, But does he know it in November? Does that matter? Nope, we don't know. We we don't know. We're we're gonna be relying on the uh, the uh, the the really great uh, PGA media uh, (laughs) pool. to, uh, I don't know, uh, give us some information on what these guys are feeling about this course. I mean, we're going to... It's going to play the exact same, is it not? I would think, I don't know. I don't notice much of a difference between the courses here in town. I think if you have a morning tea time, you just club up, but that's just like, okay. Or like you... Anything else, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's very different than anything. Like playing in California in the winter or in the summer, like that's cold in the mornings and whatever. It's still California in the summertime. 
though. I mean, like, we're overthinking this. Maybe it's Georgia. Yeah. This isn't Minnesota. Minnesota's nice enough that I'm not even wearing a sweatshirt today. I don't have the heater on. I'm like, uh, we wore shorts today. So, like, anything can happen in Georgia. I'm not worried about the weather. Are you worried about the fact that he only has so many majors left in his life, career, to compete in, and that he wants to do well here? I think he wants to compete. Who? Why would he not want to compete? Well, no, we know Tiger is motivated to come in here and just continue to win Masters. I mean, this is where he, 97, is the, where, where this, the, his, the whole thing started here at Augusta, and the form is not good. I'd love to see some decreased ownership. We'll see next week when we, when we get together on Tuesday night what that ownership. I'm going to click him. He's going to be How low owned. Out of 20? I mean, last year I was 50%. I had vowed to go 100%. And I didn't. And then I think I paired him with Rose, which we'll get to later, which fucked me. But yeah. um, no, he's got a great floor here at $9,100. That's a, that's a really good point because don't forget, this is a, this is a basically a, a no cut event for the most part, because there's a bunch of guys that we can just assume are going to miss the cut. And then you just hope that like a Rose event doesn't unfold, you know, where, where he just is chalk and screws you and just, yeah, and shouldn't he's never missed a cut here, and he's missing the cut. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was. Now it's time. Here we go. We don't need to talk through every damn name. Like I said that already. It's already thirty minutes into this. Uh, let's just look at uh, the names though in the eight K range. Oh, there's Adam Scott, Tony Fino, Hideki, Fleetwood, Wolf, Dag, Sergio, Speed, Fowler, Casey. Oh my God. A juicy range of names. Should we not be peppering this 8K range? Like, what are we doing here? This is a great range, my friend. I love this range. Are you into this range? I'll, I'll continue with the uh, uh, rookie fade, <laughs> and uh, I'll probably take a take a an unfortunately uh, hard pass on Matthew Wolf with the no what? course experience. Yeah, oh I, I think that's just what I'm going to go with this. I mean, he didn't have any course history at the uh, whatever he was at uh, 3M. No, um, where he was just T4. I don't know what course that's called. Well, but that's 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 one that's that's a regular tour event. This is Augusta National. No, this is like U.S. Open. Wasn't he just runner up? Yeah, I I, I get that, but but but. It's not like he knew that course. Narrative, the specific narrative with Augusta How National. How dare you talk shit about Wolf on oh, my podcast? It's a, it's a tough track for these guys to just come into who have never played it. Now, maybe he has had some secret rounds that we don't know about, and there might be some people that are going to come in He did. Say, I already read it. Someone tweeted it out. I don't know if it was Eric Patterson or someone else, but they know. People know. They've been there. They know things. There. I don't know. Whatever. Don't. How dare you fade Wolf out of all of these names? That's a bad fade. Um, Actually, I'd probably fade Fleetwood or Sergio, even though Sergio has one and has one at the mast, you know, a couple weeks ago, and then one at the Masters in 2016. 16, uh, 17? yeah. 17? No, 17. 17. It was my son's first Masters. Reed, 18, wide, yeah. wood, 19, 17. Sergio. Yeah. Don't yeah. tell me. All right, then. <laughs> no, okay. Actually, let's talk about who we like. Fuck. I mean, I like Scott, especially after watching him play a little bit this week. And maybe he's maybe he's motivated. I like that. I like Day too. I like that he's playing at the Houston Open. This is great, and he's good at Augusta. Actually, Jason Day is one of the best players at Augusta. Over the, his thirty-two rounds here, he's sixth best in strokes gained per round overall in the field. That's like Day, and I mean, like he's a major guy. But what about Spieth, Eric? Would you pick Spieth? We talked about it for a second, but I feel like 8,200, that's weird. That's fair, kind of. But what the, what are you going to do with it? What is the ownership going to be? Because we know who Jordan Spieth is. We know he won a bunch of, he's won 2015. He uh, had the course record minus 18. It's great. He's almost won. He was up, what, five or six or something like that, going into the back nine. And we all know. We all know about these. It's all time great at this course. He's actually the best per round strokes gained of anyone all time. I had a tiger. 
2.9 strokes gained per round at Masters. So does that make you concerned? I'm kind of concerned that is that sustainable for Spieth, especially in the way that he is right now with his head? It, 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 it is concerning, but we've seen him on this kind of slide now for a couple of years of up and down play, and yet he does still show up. Uh, he makes the cut. At majors, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, at majors, and specifically here at Augusta. And no, at he's 80, been bad for a long time, and he still kind of does well. Right. So at eighty two hundred bucks, I mean, uh, for a DraftKings price. So what do you think his ownership will be? Do you think people will think the same thoughts and then click him, and it'll be like twelve, fifteen, four, fifteen, under, over, that's under fifteen? A, that's a really good question. Because there's I, not a lot of names to click, but there are around him. Like, it's Sergio and Fowler and Casey and Day. And, like, you're going to pick Spieth out of those names? No, you're not. No, you're not. And, and, and this is another situation where there's going to be a lot of spread. I mean, what do you – who is Dude, I might even fade him on ownership. I might even actually play an ownership fade on Spieth if he's owned. Uh, he's not, he's not going to be – he's not going to be a, a – a, He's not going to be 20? No, he's not going to be 20. All right. Then I might have to use him. I might have to use him. It's kind of like Brooks where we, like – Every fucking time we go away from the Masters, we're like, why don't we just use speed? Even like every time. It's like the Brooks speed. You should just click them in. Should you click in Fee now? We've been told he's a big game hunter. He's here at 88. That seems fair. He's doing things at the Houston, sort of. Is he alive there? Where is he? Uh, Yeah, last I checked, he was, let's see, what is he doing? He was alive and well, and T fourteen. T fourteen, yeah. He's two sixty nine. I mean, all these, yeah. Brooks, he's going to be playing the weekend. Phenom's going to be playing the weekend. A lot of these guys, DJ's playing the weekend. So basically, yeah, all these guys are playing the weekend. So we were wrong, kind of, about that. We need to admit that. Very wrong. Yeah, that was no. I think what I forgot about is the fact that they want to get into contention and have a little bit of the sweat and the blood flow and see how they perform in contention so they have to get to in they want to get into contention i don't know if they care about winning necessarily but they want to get in contention so i don't think speed missed the cut on purpose with that putt he wants to be having sweat and if that if anything he wanted to make that putt like this is going to mean something at the masters and he fucking missed so double down fucking being bad what about fowler though phil fowler's good here um, one time he posted all four rounds under par and was T2 in 2018. That wasn't too long ago, but is Fowler trustworthy? No, I looked at Fowler and you go back and see these finishes. He's in really good form during those, those periods of time when, when, when we're True. getting finishes at, uh, when it comes to, uh, the April, uh, masters, we're not sure. seeing that right now from Ricky Fowler and, no, I, I I thought for for a minute there that eighty one hundred Ricky Ricky Fowler seems safe, but you know form form is form. You know, and each person has a decision to make when they click a name. If that's something that's of consideration when it comes down to it, uh, not good right now. Not no. good. Not good. No, for- and like let uh, let the let the Joe public take the speak Fowler and think they're getting a good deal, and you can go with right. even Day or, or Casey. Casey, didn't he burn everybody last year? He was like the chalk and missed the cut. It's great. Because the previous four years at the Masters, Paul Casey, $8,000, T15, sixth, T4, T6. Total driving Paul Casey at $8,000, you're going to click Fowler over him? Give me a break. No way. Even though he's not a killer, but he is a killer if he wants it. And he wants the Masters. He wants a major. We know this about Paul Casey. Who else wants a major? The 7K range. Shall I share the screen? We got to get this going. This is already 40 freaking minutes in. All right. We got $7,900. Louis Ustays, and you got Scheffler. You got Rose, Patrick, Mickelson, M, and Answer. Woodland's definitely not out, but Neiman is. Cam Smith, Lowry, uh, Cooch, Westwood. Horschel, Champ, Kisner, Todd, Kokrak. These guys are in. I don't know. They're out of the other thing, the Houston. Willett, Poulter, Leishman. Oh, no, Leishman's out. Okay, so let's talk about these names. We're going to go through it a little bit differently than we do on a Tuesday. We, we talk about the ownership, and we kind of talk about who's most owned. We're going to talk about – let's first start with who's hot. The guys that are hot coming in over the last five events playing best. Kokrak 
at $7,000 on the nose. He's second best in strokes gain total of his last five events. He won a couple weeks ago. Or was it last week? I can't even remember. Two weeks ago? Three weeks ago? It's a yeah, lot of tournaments. Uh, yeah. And then Cameron Smith. Well, Neiman was actually good, but he's out with COVID. $7,300 Cameron Smith, thanks to a T4 at Zozo and a T11 at CJ Cup and a T24 at Shriners. And Cameron Smith, $7,300, has decent course history and is turning kind of into a bomber. Shockingly and surprisingly, everybody on tour is turning into a bomber. So if you see the guy, oh, he picked up 10 yards. Well, he better pick up 10 yards on his driver or else he's just falling behind. So, like, reading that doesn't really mean anything, but I know Cam Smith likes to bomb the ball a little bit more than he used to. Abe Answer in the 7K range is coming in a decently playing fourth Shriners, 28th CJ Cup, and 35th Zozo. So Abraham Answers in this range. And then M, our guy, playing well, made the cut on the number here. He made a couple putts little pressure putts 17 and 18 to get to the weekend we know like sung jay loves to play golf so maybe click him but he's new so maybe don't click him other names coming in decent form fitzpatrick polter you like polter i do like polter who do you like tell us names regular well i don't i don't think you uh you know you mentioned a lot of the names that I liked. I, I, I like to go to the historically good names, and it's not going to be Phil this week, though, at 7,500. It's going to be Lee Westwood at 7,200, who I believe uh, has missed the cut at. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was, yeah. yeah he was so, bad. Yeah. <laughs> we know but why. Historically, yeah, exactly. He doesn't give a shit about this. He, yeah, just want, he wants to get out of there. He doesn't want COVID. He saw Neiman. He was out. I don't care. <laughs> So, so, so Lee Westwood caught my eye at seventy two hundred bucks. All the names that you just uh, rattled off, I I enjoy a lot. And then Scotty Scheffler, who uh, was in contention there for a minute. Oh, yeah, I had a plus five round today. So yeah. we'll see how he does on the weekend. Yeah, but yeah. Lee Westwood, dude. Did you know Lee Westwood the last time? You know why he's even in the Masters? Because he loves majors. Well, well, you don't and- just love them and get in. They don't let you into the Masters because you love it. It's because he had a T4 at the Open, dude. Last time out at the Open, he had the girlfriend on the bag, I think. The poor rush. Yeah. And therefore, that proves T4. my point. He Ooh. loves he loves majors. That he got a T4, T4 at the Royal Port Rush was his 12th top five at a major and his 19th top 10 in his career. But Lee Westwood has never won a major. He's probably played the most majors out of anyone all time, I think. Pretty sure. <laughs> There's one other guy. I can't remember. Fowler, maybe? No. But, yeah, Lee Westwood has finished T2 in 2016. T, he was second in 2010, and he was T3 in 2012. So it's not like he's never had a chance at Augusta. And he didn't get to play last year because he didn't have a chance. He didn't get invited. So he went out, and he got a T4 at the Open, like a boss, and he got in. Huh, let's go. I like Lee Westwood, too. He's a hot pick. Um, and he's playing decently on the Euro Tour, someone has told me. People are telling me about the Euro Tour. What about what about Rose? I know I love Rose. Don't you love Rose? Seventy-seven. So here's remember. Don't don't forget last year. I I know this. I I got made fun of by you. I I feel like because <laughs> didn't you go one hundred percent Tiger? You had predicted he was going to win. Well, I, I didn't go one hundred percent, fifty percent. But I also went high as fuck on Justin Rose because he felt like the safest. And he was, I don't know what his price was, but it had to have been in the like 9K range of that. I don't, yeah. I don't have Yeah, well, that he was stuff. like number one in the world coming in, I think. Or Dude, he, was he was doing like, amazing. He had never, well, it wasn't, he wasn't number one in the world. He was, he, he had just won and then he, he kind of had a couple random. Well, he had uh, just been number one in the world. So like everybody knew like, wait a second, this guy kind of get a discount on. Oh shit. He never so missed. It was the play. It was. It truly was. Like, I was like, wow. It seems safe. He was 13 of 13 cuts. He had made like two runners up in his previous four years <laughs> like and now we're looking at a guy that's coming in with up and down left and right form some no cut events t17 i'm taking rose ignore that stuff right that's 7700 it's a value for a guy with you know that's that's so much i mean <laughs> tiger with his thing about tiger at 9100 and his course history they're not i mean tiger's won here five times but <laughs> no it's just it really an amazing course history yeah Think about it. 
It, you think he's, we've talked about this with Justin Rose. This is the guy that would he would have played Houston Open and intentionally hit it into the water on 17. We would have seen it. We would have been like, what the fuck? Just hit it in the water. No one's hit it in the water all day except for Rose. So Rose is the guy that like doesn't care about the Honda Classic where your car trophy, car tournament. He cares about majors and WGCs, and he cares about appeasing his sponsors. And he literally only cares about the Masters. So Justin Rose, $7,700. Maybe this is the year. That we got to go back to 100% rows and just make it happen and do it this year the best way because his course history is amazing except for last year you can make a lineup with kepka speed Fino, rose stenson and matsuyama so this is kind of a it still has the it's like soft. Major, but it's, it's soft because there's soft. so many good golfers eric including oh, the and guys then, that yeah are, and, then, and there's some bad good golfers like stenson at 6800 and rose at 7700 so i mean there's that's why you're getting these kind of like elite-ish names. You're able to fit them all in. Let me talk about the last five years at Augusta in the 7K range that are decent. It's Matt Kuchar. He was T4 in 2017 and T12 last year. And Matt Kuchar wants a major and loves money. We know that. Phil, the only miscut in the last five years was the 2016 Masters. And he was T2 in 2015. So maybe Phil turns into like a decent cut maker. Uh, you could... Try that out. Louis O. Louis O stays in. He's 7,900, but you can play him. He's consistent at Augusta. And like you said, the Westwood. So maybe go with those names. Um, I mean, do we, we can talk about the young guys. and No one's ever won on their first try since Fuzzy Zeller in 20, uh, 1979. It's been 40 years. So then don't click Wolf. But you just said that. That's bullshit. I think it's bullshit because you got also it's, it's a November Masters. No one's ever played that. You're starting on hole 10. There's no patrons. Less pressure. We've seen this. Young guys are dominating coming into this stuff. And we want a bomber. This is what it's been. It's been bomber city in majors. And, like, especially at Hilly Augusta. You want the bomber. You want the wolf. You want the shuffler. Even if they haven't won, they could fill your roster. They could contend, potentially get some birdies. No one's going to get birdies. These guys are going to have shorter irons in because they're bombers. And if it rains in November and you got Wolf, you got Shuffler, you got Cam Champ, these guys would be good. Wolf was fourth at the PGA, second at the U.S. Open. Scheffler was fourth at the PGA and couldn't play the U.S. Open because he had COVID, but probably would have finished T2. <laughs> I mean, Champ, sure. Tenth at the major at the PGA. We all know Morikawa won the PGA. Sungjae, very capable of getting it together. He, he does have – Sungjae is one of the better total driving players in the league. Like, you think Paul Casey can total drive. Sungjae can total drive. You know what total driving is? It's accuracy off the tee combined with distance and then in combined with greens and regulation. And who's good at that? Sungjae Im. And he's never played here before, but do you think he can't come in, pull it off? I think he can contend. So don't ignore the names in the AK because they've never played here. Just play them, even though they're kids. That's what they've come in every single week. It's a new course. Every single week for months, these kids have played new courses. I got to figure out where to sleep. Got to figure out where to eat. Got to figure out where to go on every hole. They've done that every fucking week. So don't underestimate these little newcomers. Come on. Well, yeah, I'll revise my statement. I'll say that Colin Murray Carr at 9,500 as a, uh, a, a rookie at this, that's a, that's a pretty high price for a rookie. You're looking okay, for sure. what at 9,500. So that's why I would fave 9,500 9, Colin Okay, Mark. I'll give you that. But down here, yeah, sure. I'll take a I'll take a stab at Scotty or Sungjae or Abraham Answer or Cam Champ. Some of these guys, Kokrak in the seven K range that have never played this course because yeah, they're probably gonna make the cut. And then you know if we can see something cool out of them like a top ten, boom, yeah, they're playing good good golf. Yeah, they're not gonna win most likely because like you said, Fuzzy was the last guy to do it back in the day. Yeah. We're playing draft. We're playing DraftKings here. We're not betting. Like, go ahead right. and bet. We don't need them to win. Ultimately, no, we don't need to win. All right, let's show the six K range because it's getting kind of long here. Although, screw that, dude. You don't have to watch this. We don't even care. You can just turn this off right now. Or, if you do like it, please like it on whatever program and whatever you're watching this on, or share comment. it, or comment. Type words, hit send. That helps the YouTube algorithms. All right, let's talk about the six K range. It starts with Leishman and Snedeker. Those are historically good names. Beesberger is a Euro name. EVR is a gopher. Matt Wallace, Stenson, Siwoo. Oh, my gosh, Zach Johnson won that once upon a time where a caddy said if uh, the only chance Zach Johnson has to win if it's, like, rainy and windy. Terrible. Munez. Molinari. Oh, Molinari. Goddamn. Well, I feel so bad for him. 
on and on. Cotters and RCV, blah, 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 blah. If you want more of these names, go to DraftKings yourself. But let's talk about what we did in the last range where we talked about who's been good recently, who is coming in hot. And who is the hottest coming in in the 6K range? It's the Sebastian Munoz kid. And he's at $6,700. I like Sebastian Munoz. Most strokes gained total left over the last five events. Granted, he's played in four of the last five either way <laughs> Munoz he's like kind of he's got the numbers so people might consider him at 6700 another name you can consider coming in decently warm $6,800 Siwoo Kim T17 T8 T37 he did just miss the cut Houston Open but again these stats are all before the Houston Open stats so these will change when I tweet it out on Monday it'll be including no one can JT Poston is also playing well, and he's good at the Houston Open. He's not, uh, right now minus three, T7 through 36 holes. So JT Poston, who's getting a chance to play and is in the 6K range, playing decently well. Zach Johnson, Lando Griffin, both made the cut here on the number. So watch for them. Snedeker, alive and well, $6,900. He's a nine-time PGA Tour winner. Snedeker deserves a major. He desires one. Wants it for his Wikipedia page. He's T3 uh, once upon a time at the Masters in 2008. He was T6 in 2013, T10 in 2016. He didn't get to play last year, so maybe he's motivated. Brant Snedeker, the last four major outings for Snedeker have been kind of duds. So maybe don't pick him. That's why he's 6,900 and he likes Poa anyway. So, I don't know. <laughs> uh, any names you like uh, playing well recently that catch your eye in the 6K range? Uh, not really, to be honest. And I, I, I mean, I, I'm going to keep an eye out on Molinari, like we had talked about uh, on Tuesday, and then now seeing what's unfolding here in the U.S. To Houston Open. I mean, we know we can, we know what Molinari can do uh, aside from one hole. You know, when he's at the Masters. Uh, yeah. So. Oh, you want to talk about Molinari? Because I love Molinari playing well this week coming in. Molinari. God, what did I write down about Molinari? Did I write a bunch of stuff behind him? <laughs> oh, I did. Okay, so he's currently in the mix. Now, I mean, may not be the result he wanted last year, but he did finish T5. I mean, oh, come on, T5, the Masters, that's pretty good. Although he should have won. But whatever, T5, it's a freaking killer. Molin Molinari was pissed. He was angry that he choked the Masters away. He almost won back-to-back -back majors. He was thinking about it. It came into his, in his mind like it would anyone, of course. Because he wants it. He wants to step on his uh, opponent's throats. I guarantee you he is angry. And I love angry golfers, especially at this time of year in Augusta. $6,700. That's a ridiculous number. And I hope the public thinks he is dead. I hope that. So that I can click Molinari a lot and get above the field on him. Hopefully, he kind of middles the rest of the weekend here at the Houston Open. He doesn't finish really well. And then, therefore, I can get a little bit lower on him. Because we know he's a good player right now. I bet him already twice. I bet him at 150. I bet him at 125. Uh, make Molinari great again. I like Molinari. I think he's going to be fine. <laughs> Molinari practices like he plays. His, there's, I've read articles about Molinari. He will practice very weirdly. His coach will give him crazy lies. His coach will make him do different things to simulate actual in-tournament situations versus just smashing nine iron 100 times. So. I don't know. Maybe Spieth needs to get a hold of Molinari's coach, but Molinari, I like him this week. <laughs> 6,700. Thank you for bringing him up. What else should we talk about? Should we talk about who's good here? Because that's why I have things written down. Because Molinari has course history in the 6K range. Who else? Fred Couples. $6,100. The dude slays the Masters. Uh, but no one's clicking him. He's old. They're going to maybe think about clicking $6,800 Henrik Stenson, who over the last five years has performed well here, but over the last few months, are you trusting Henrik Stenson? Well, I mentioned him in that build of awesome golfers, and he was the yeah, bottom end of that. Click him. Yeah, right, exactly. It's, it's a good-looking lineup, and we've been finding ourselves in these situations where we're these lineups look really cool, and then, but really, Henrik Stenson's good. Hey, how about your guy, uh, Justin Harding at 6,300? He's playing right now in the Houston Open. He uh, had he had a nice finish last year at the Masters. It was his first appearance. I think mm -hmm. you were on him last year. I was. Correctly. 
I think that was that's one of the I, only good decisions I made. But at the same time, place, uh, yeah. I don't know. What he's great. He's like, I mean, but is he? I don't know enough about him. I might not click him this year. He's a Euro. 6,300 uh, bucks. I'll take a stab. So, hey, guess okay. who else was 6,300? Brian Gay. Oh, true. <laughs> Anything can happen. Um, <laughs> J- Jimmy Walker, 63. There you go. He's made five cuts uh, in a row here. Give me a break. Has he? Yeah. I guess he, he he's won a major, a major winner. Jimmy Walker. Did he make the cut at Houston Open? He's not made five cuts in a row, by the way. At the Masters, Dick. Oh, at the Masters, but that I mean, what does that what does that matter? Oh, he was god awful this weekend. Oh my god, he <laughs> shot a 77-78. He almost finished worse. He couldn't finish worse than Bo Hostler or Grayson Murray. What a <laughs> All right, anyway, where were we? Don't, don't click Jimmy Walker. Well, all right. uh, could you click Leishman at 69? Oh, boy, Leash. Leash, our I guy. I What's might. that? I might you, do it. Well, the, hey, you can, hey, you can take on some risk. Whatever the ownership down here, there's not going to be ownership. The problem is, is that I'm not going to get the ownership leverage that I want on Leishman because people will go open it up like my dad or whatever. They'll be like, oh, Leishman, 69. I know Leishman's name. Click. Well, I know Schwartzel. He's won it here. He's 65. Click. RCB, 6,600. Click. Adam Hadwin, I've heard of him. He was in the President Cup. Click. Harshall, or no, uh, Charles Howell, 64. Click. I think you're giving your dad a little more credit than you should be right now with what you just said. <laughs> well, he's going to click these names that he's heard of. I don't know. Versus he's heard of all those names? Schwartzel? He won a major. Yeah, like 10 years ago. That's why he's going to click him now. And it's going to be a bad. <laughs> so don't click Schwartz. Uh, uh, Charles Howell III was chalk last year. I, yeah, I remember that. I, and then I saw, I saw that. That's, uh, I think he wasn't that great, but whatever. Do you have a pick to win? Should we be done talking? It's almost 10 o'clock. Uh, yeah. I'll, uh, you know, I'll just go with my gut pick to win. I think it's going to be Bubba. Bubba? He's just too good right now. Oh, my. He's going to find the putter at his home away from home, Augusta. He's going to get mentally right. <laughs> hey, he putted on right at Zozo. Okay, well, okay. I'm serious. Like, I think Bubba was going to win. I bet a bet on Bubba, and I don't know. He could oh, win. Oh, so he couldn't mock me for at that time. <laughs> I've been advising Bubba for a few days, so maybe you watched one of my videos. <laughs> advising. <laughs> uh, DJ or JT. Could win this easily but then i don't want to bet that i want to bet like somebody that's given me a little bit more money so you could do maybe web or you could go with what happens this weekend if you like what you see from adam scott or jason day you could get some leverage there but justin rose you could get major leverage there are those bad decisions oh, God, justin rose yeah wow i mean what about yeah. your guy lee westwood would you ever bet on him you know i'm not a bet tour but he's he seems like uh i don't know much about bettering but uh, he seems like a top 10 type of bet. Okay. Like a, a major top 10 type of bet. Like that, is, bet. that is probably what, a good what, idea. What are the odds on that? That seems like something. That's, he's, he's not going to win a major. That's the whole narrative around the U.S. So he never wins the Bucks. Same with Kuchar? Yeah. Casey? Well, no. Nah, no. Kuchar's not. Fowler? A... Fowler could do a top five here. He could. I already told Remember one you. year Fowler had all five top, or all top fives in majors? Yes. When was that? Was that was not long ago? That was ago. a couple years ago. That was when he was good. Before As, he had a girlfriend and then he got married. The yeah, that him. really fucking ruined his career. Feel bad for him. Um, if you feel bad for us, you can like and subscribe. I already think suggested that. Or you could order a sweatshirt. I am doing a group order. You haven't even ordered yours, you dick. No. What's your order? I have. Here's how it works. The more people that order, the cheaper it is for everyone. So if you ordered a sweatshirt with us, great. I love you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting us. I only have one sweatshirt from the Fantasy Golf Pod, and it was a couple years ago, and it was off of uh, that website I'm not going to even name, but they did a terrible job. <laughs> it's already disintegrating, basically, the sweatshirt. <laughs> These are good sweatshirts. This is a champion sweatshirt. Like, I decided to go a little bit more expensive because I know I bought the cheapest one last time and it was terrible. Same with the T-shirt. Do you have the T-shirt that I bought? We bought two T-shirts, remember? That, that, that T-shirt's working just fine for me. 
Oh, I've, I've watched it like 14 times and it's already just like, this, you know, it's shrinking and getting all weird. Oh, that's because do. I don't, I don't wash my t-shirts as often as you. Oh, <laughs> well, you're not wearing the famous go pod t-shirt cause you just, you you hate the pod. No, it's in the wash. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'll murder Maybe. you. Uh, <laughs> but it's almost hoodie season. So get a hoodie and buy it through us right now. We're going to do this. Maybe group orders if it's a thing. So do that. Or follow us on, be friends with us on Twitter. I'm at Edina Rilchi. He's Quagnus. Do you have the music ready? I do. Three. Uh, share this with your friends. Stay tuned for the spreadsheet. Thank you for watching. The Masters, baby. It's going to happen. Let's go. Let's do some air guitar. That's Eric playing it. You'll see Eric playing the Masters theme on Tuesday. Find us then. <gasps> <gasps>